0: Welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Guys, it's Friday and you know what that means. We're recapping, we're recapping Firefly Lane, episode three. So hold on to your hats and we'll get into everything.
1: Carol here, what disappoints me, but you know, sometimes this does happen in reality, how she just wants everything for herself. She wants to be just Carol and nobody else. Not Carol and friends, not Carol and the gang. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments and a little bit of everything with me. This is a collaboration episode special with the Coupon Queenpin from CQP Moments Podcast and a little bit of everything with me. We are recapping the hit show on a called Firefly Lane and we are talking about episode three called Dancing Queens. Telly and Kate walk through life together sneaking out on a school dance, breaking a new story and enjoying the wild night on the town. Happy Friday. How you doing coupon queen, Pen?
0: Happy Friday. I'm awesome. How are you?
1: I am doing great. You know, with episode two, and episode one, it's just like I feel like we're we're getting like this excitement. And I feel like right. every episode so far has been we're getting to know them. There's a lot of back and forth. I hope you guys have been been doing enjoying the recaps because for us it's been like what a great show.
0: Right, right, right. And it's that, and the crazy part. And and I think one of the things is to get again, I can't. I can't state how different these two main characters are, but they just tend to complement each other.
1: And that's the crazy thing is that you got two different, completely different people, different family upbringings and different career paths. It's just how they mesh together is what surprises me. But it's also nice to know how they've grown up in the past when they first got to know each other and they're becoming friends at this point as teenagers and also going into the work life and how really Tully you know it makes me feel like she does want to help her friend she wants to see her friend be successful too and there's a lot of things here being in play where you know now we see Kate kind of helping her in in some sort of way right So kate needs to help more than now because of this whole divorcing that she's going through with john
0: right right Right. It's, it's super super crazy so we see tully being tully remember guys she actually if you recapped with us for season for episode two you remember she met an emt She went on a first date with him and now they seem to have a thing. So Tully's just going through her thing and, you know, we keep seeing them say goodbye, say goodbye, say goodbye, but it's so crazy. The look on her face, it's almost like when he's there, she's enjoying it. But when he leaves, there's a different Tully. And then it kind of reminds me of what John said originally in one of the flashbacks that Tully just seems really sad, you know? So it's like, is there something really going on that we're missing? That that seems to be the question for me.
1: Yeah, it starts to make sense too, especially what you brought up such a great point with John, what he mentions in the past of, what type of person is she? What is it that she's hiding? What brings her to be this personality? Like, cause you know, he's really on the money here, especially when we've gone back and forth so many times of how he, you know, he is with Telly and obviously during their work life, we get to see more of how that evolves and Telly being Telly, you know, he, she meets this young man and she's having her fun but it's true once he leaves she's like a completely different person it's like she i don't know for some reason she feels a little bit happier because she's got someone who can knock on her door and get what she needs it's like <laughs> and that's the reality we see on the show is that right know, she gets what she needs and then boom okay let's move on to the next day or whatever she's right. she's doing that day
0: right but then we have this flashback again but we don't really go all the way back this time we go back to when they were working at the network together called tully and kate um i was going to call them cully that's cute uh, <laughs> but tully and kate and they are you know they're like producing on this show for the beauty queen carol and she's, you know, doing her segment again. But this time she is has some at-home exercise stuff. And the segment isn't quite working out. She ends up getting sick. And so she ends up going home. Now they're trying to figure out what they're going to do for a segment. Are they going to do one of her old segments? But Tully has a brilliant idea of Hey, let's do a new segment. I'll do the segment. You know, I will, I'll find a fresh new story. I heard about this, this information about the mayor and we can get an, an interview with the mayor. And then, you know, and she's saying, you know, Kate can write the questions, Kate can produce this. And so believe it or not, John actually agrees to do this because they're looking for something fresh and new and they're saying if you can pull this off by a certain time we'll get it done. We'll we'll make it happen. But he's kind of he's kind of, you know, doubting that this will happen because he's like, mm, "Well, we always have the backup of Carol's old uh, you know, kind of best of reels if if this doesn't come through." So, they're working hard. They've got this plan to uh, kind of ambush the mayor's assistant at the at the gym that they go to and it was it was a pretty interesting flashback though to to see how people think and and how how can you put it how things worked it wasn't as fast paced as it was now where you can kind of shoot out an email and have someone potentially answer you right away you had to go and find this person so it's like are they going to make it in time are they not going to make it in time it's kind of and 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 actually I found myself like kind of rooting for them like okay you guys can do this you guys can do this so yeah
1: you know, let's get to, let's talk about Carol for a moment here. Carol is one of those powerhouse women who is in the news industry for quite some time, and I feel like she, as a woman, she should be able to share what she's got to train the younger ones, which is in this case Telly and Kate. And we know that Telly's been wanting this for quite some time now, and even more in this episode because she wants her break. And we also seen. Uh, parts of her where you know she's got this gift that she can really be on tv because of her personality especially going into episode two how she can be wild fun and everything and free so carol here what disappoints me but you know sometimes this does happen in reality how she just wants everything for herself. She wants to be just Carol and nobody else—not Carol and friends, not Carol and the gang, not Carol and the girls, not Carol and the boys. It's just Carol. Carol wants the spotlight. Now we really see a huge shift between these two, uh, Kate and um, Kate and Tully, wanting to make this piece work and getting this opportunity and really kicking butt about it. So oh my gosh, like, you know, Carol, again, she's just being selfish. And it kind of just told me like, hmm. I said to myself, you know, why would you do that? You know, you're sick. You're sick. Let's move on. I get it. You want to keep that fame. You want to give that, keep up with the momentum, but eventually her time is going to be ready to go. And, you know, we do see Telly in the present being successful as it is from episode one, but you know, teach her something, become a mentor.
0: Yeah. I, I think that was a thing that we really didn't get. Like the eighties was very, very competitive. It was a very competitive time. And, and, and it's like watching that and seeing that it's like, wow. So You know, they're trying to figure this out. They're trying to make it work. And, you know, Tully keeps being reminded of this. And the crazy part is now this kicks us back a little bit further. This kicks us back to them being in school again. And, you know they're all sitting around the you know in 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 Kate's kitchen and it's the two boys, you know her brother and his friend and you know Tully and Kate actually no they're actually doing I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. They're in the bathroom doing um Kate's legs because This is kind of like when Nair and stuff first came out and they are, you know, and it actually, it reminded me, it didn't smell so great back then. Now they've added like scents where things don't smell as bad, but you got a lot of that chemical scent and they're doing like the bottom of Kate's legs and getting all the hair off. And then they go downstairs and they're all sitting around a table, around a kitchen table and The mom says, well, you know, Kate's mom's like, well, isn't there a dance this weekend? And, you know, and so still remember, Kate's brother is hiding that he's gay from his sister. So they're hiding that he really likes his friend. So they're saying, well, we're going to go and we're going to go stag, you know, meaning that they're going to go alone. So... As they, as they, you know, they're like, well, and so the mom asks, well, what about you girls? And they're like, you know, we're not allowed to go to high school dances unless we're asked. And so they, they decide, you know, that they're staying so far that they're not going to go. But then it's not that, it's that Kate's mom says, well, I've made some ginger tea for your mom and I'll take you over and take it to her. And Kate's like, no, you know, I'll just bring the thermos back. And I actually had, had forgotten that she had lied to them and told them that her mom had cancer. So Kate's mom is thinking that she's doing something good for this other woman that she's helping her, you know, whatever. And she insists and she takes her over there and she goes and she finds, you know, Tully's mom laying on the sofa, but she still thinks that Tully's mom is sick and, you know, and she's saying, no, you know, who, who has cancer? Who's, you know, who's sick? And now this is kind of where I had mixed feelings though, because she goes into the kitchen with Tully and she tells her, you know, you better tell her, you better tell her the truth. And the reason I say I had mixed feelings is I understand that the mom is upset because she lied to them but it's almost like I feel bad because she lied. She did not want to feel that embarrassment, you know? So I, 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 I don't know how I really like, that was a very confusing moment for me. Do you understand what I mean, Angelica?
1: I do. And when she does, I feel like with Telly, she doesn't want to feel ashamed, embarrassed. Um, there's so much more that she's dealing with. So for her to even lie about it in the first place, I was kind of like, you know, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. And it's not like something I've ever done. Oh no, that's no way. But for her, seeing her perspective of what her lifestyle has been like, even such as, as a young kid, she's ashamed. She's ashamed to really just tell people, my mother is high all the time. My mother has this addiction. Like we don't know obviously for real, but that's what I'm seeing because we always see her high. We always see her out of it. She doesn't move. She's just in her little zone. She's in her little world. So when I saw that moment of her hesitation of, oh my gosh, Kate's mom's going to be here. And then she's going to find out the truth. Like this girl is going through a bunch of emotions She's feeling ashamed. She's feeling embarrassed and she doesn't know how to get out of it. And now that she's caught into this, the mom was, I feel like the moment the mom walked in, Kate's mom, she kind of figured what was happening for real. Of course, because, you know, anybody, even us watching the episode the first time, we knew what the type of mom she was because just by the mess. So Telly trying to stay strong in a way of like, unfortunately, I'm going to get caught. But how am I going to move past this? How am I be able to regain their trust again? Because I love hanging out with Kate. And I love hanging out at their house because she has that sense of security and family. So I'm thinking she's completely embarrassed and ashamed. Now, mom trying to Kate's mom trying to say, you need to tell her first because Kate's apparently been praying for her mom to become better. And she feels like if she does tell Kate the truth, she's scared of losing Kate because Kate has been her, her best friend has been her, you know, her rock to lean on. She's been the secret keeper so far. And how do I mend this friendship? Because Kate has grown up in a household where you know, you can keep secrets, which we're, we're obviously seeing John keep a secret, but you know, how can we mend this relationship? Do do they just forget about the person and not forgive them? Like there's so much going through her mind that she's not going to feel like she has a place on Firefly Lane. and She's not going to have that place of, you know, I can't see my friend Kate anymore because I lied to her. How is she going to react to something that big? It's different if my mom is sick, but when you go into detail that she's battling cancer when she's not, it's a whole new situation.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely is. And, and that's, that was the thing, but you know, the funny thing is Kate's mom says, well, you know, my sister used to have to look for my dad in the bar all the time. And in a way she's kind of letting her know, you know, Hey, I know what you're going through. I I know what this is and I know how you're feeling. So they kind of get past that. But then you see Kate now over at Salula's house and they're talking. And all of a sudden her mom comes in looking for milk and she's trying to explain to her, you know, Salula's, tr- Tully's trying to explain to her that, hey, this is what's going on. But her mom interrupts it. And she wants to dance. She's looking for milk. She's doing all these distracting things. And Tully's not feeling the best about her mom. She is pretty pissed off. She's not happy. She doesn't want to hear this. So it's like, Oh, okay but her mom puts on music and they all start to dance and at that point after the dancing for a little while Tully's mom starts to cry and it's just like super weird Um, and the girls don't know what to make of it because it's like they were super happy but then they all of a sudden she's having this super low and it's kind of weird because we see this same pattern repeating itself in adult Tully and it's like is this because there's actually something there that we're not seeing or is this just a cycle that she's learned so it's like hmm that is that is that is a question that is a really big question but then we cut to adult kate packing she's packing and packing and packing because she's going away and now we find out that actually kate and john and her daughter are doing what is known as bird nesting now guys I actually had to look this up I didn't know what the heck bird nesting was but bird nesting is simply when the child stays in one place but the parents are divorcing and they move in and out of the home so that the child still has a stable place to be and so this was the time when Kate is going out. So she's going away for about a day or so. And she's going to stay with Tully. But it just seems like, hmm, you know, she's not really comfortable with this. Because she the conversation they're having, she keeps offering like, hey, uh let me, you know, I'll stay if you want me to, I don't have to go away, because I haven't really been away from her. And it's like, she's getting anxious and trying to talk herself out of it. And, you know, John's like, no, go enjoy yourself. It's just a day, it'll be okay. You know, I've been with her alone before. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay." And so, you know, he's like, you're just overpacking because you're nervous about this and that's understandable, but everything's going to be fine. And it was, it was, it was a little interesting to watch because, you know, the whole connection, but not connected, but, you know, I know they're trying to keep their daughter stable, but to me, the bird nesting kind of creates a little bit of confusion. And even though neither one of them wants to admit it, it's like in both of their minds, it causes a confusion because they don't necessarily get to be away from each other.
1: Well, thank you for clearing up what bed, bed um, bird nesting was, because I was just like, what are they talking about? So thank you for clarifying that. But yeah, that is confusing. It's confusing for the both of them. And of course, for the child, because they're just like, wait a second. Are you guys separating or what? Like, what's the story here? Uh, but, you know, she is packing. She's ready for a night out. And we see her go out with uh, with um, Tully. They go to a fancy restaurant and uh, they get a complimentary $200 bottle of wine. And they just have this night of conversations and how, you know, I feel like Kate, because she's never been out from what it seems like uh i guess it wasn't her turn to do the bird nesting and this is her turn it's like she's overthinking things she's very worried Daughter sick with the strep throat needs to take antibiotics like she's going nuts it's just like you know what happens if she doesn't take them it's like at the end of the day she is a teenager. Like if she missed one, it's not going to be the end of the world. Yeah, okay, a little bit longer of recovery, but she's just overreacting. She's just, she needs to learn how to be herself at this point because there's a lot of changes happening in her life, which I get it, it becomes difficult. But we see Tali become that friend and being able to be there for her support and really telling her, take it easy. Everything's going to be okay. Just have fun.
0: Right, right. But then we also get a flashback back to the school days of these two sneaking out because they made a plan while they were doing Kate's Legs on going to the party. And well, actually, no, this came after Kate's Legs, but they had made a plan that they were going to go to the dance and pour hair remover all over the guy's head, the guy that had a problem with Tully. So they're like, yeah. And the crazy part is Kate lies to her mom. She's never lied to her mom. They sneak out, they take Tully's mom's car, you know, which is the, the, the Winnebago van. And they're off to this dance. They get to the dance and who's the first people they run into? Kate's brother and his friend. And they're like, oh my gosh, you guys are so busted. What are you doing here? And of course they're like, well, we got invited, you know, because they can't, they got to play it off. They can't be like, well, we snuck in. We wanted to see what a high school dance was, but (laughs) they're just like the sweetest. And so John, um, her brother's friend is like, oh, so let's see this, these dance moves you have, because since you're at a dance, let's dance. And they start dancing and we actually get to see them cut loose a little bit. And these two are enjoying themselves. The, everything that they were going through at the time is not bothering them. And they're just having fun and they're just being kids which was like one of the most refreshing things I was like oh okay they're having fun they're not you know causing any trouble not really and it's just like okay and then the crazy part is now we see it come back to the restaurant that they're in. And remember the photographer, Gideon? Well, he happens to be in the same restaurant. And of course, Tully has to invite him over and say, hey, remember my friend Kate? You know, because she can tell now she's actually, she's not being you know, the person that's trying to take Kate's man, which is what Kate kept feeling, she's actually being a wing woman. And she's, you know, being a great wing woman, calling him over, talking to him. And they're talking and he invites them out to another another party, you know? So they're like, oh, okay. But... The funny thing is I don't think anyone remembers the conversation or what they're talking about when they're referring to the young man that Tully is seeing as frozen For those that don't know, frozen was this uh, frozen treat, almost like ice cream kind of before the frozen yogurt phase and it was this just brand of frozen i guess you could kind of call it ice cream and i think it was from sweden or something or norway and it was all everybody wanted everybody wanted to make sure they got their hands on some frozen glacier so it was it was really ben and jerry's before ben and jerry's you know so they're all talking about how they want the frozen glass. This person is the frozen glass because you couldn't find it everywhere. That's the one thing I do know. You could not find it everywhere. You had to look for it. So that's why they're referring to the kid as the frozen glass. And
1: we jump into a little bit of the work life during this segment as well, where Telly and Kate are trying to come up with a way to meet with the mayor's assistant and they are at the golf course how do they sneak in they pretended to be uh marketers for a jane fondon exercise video which was pretty clever and they managed to get a hold of the assistant and just talk to him about hey we 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 want to interview the mayor because we have the story that's pressing. Um, let's talk about it. Let's get this. You know, let's just do it. They they really worked together as a team during this time, and really they were able to really speak to the assistant. And they said that he was going to try. He was going to try to see to get the mayor, but he's very busy. Of course, we hear that a lot from everybody's assistant. Like, oh, they're busy. They're busy. They're busy. So. During this work life, we see them super excited, very happy that they were able to even talk to the assistant in the first place and ambush him at the, um, at the golf club. But um, going back to the present life of, you know, Kate and Tully at the restaurant and the photographer being there, um, we see that Tully has to go and Kate and Gideon have a chance to be alone. Now, this was, how can I say this? I was feeling sorry a little bit for Kate because she just didn't know what to do. She's been out of the game for so long. And it's like, I'm like, she's like mom first and then herself. And she's needs to learn how to get into that transition of just being herself because, you know, things are changing again for her. And she really needs to, learn how to somewhat be free?
0: Yeah, that's the crazy part. She needs to learn how to be free. And even Gideon says to her, you know, the good part of a good wing woman is to know when to fly. You know, so, you know, we see Kate trying, but she doesn't quite know what to do. But she agrees that she needs to go get some air with Gideon and she's like well I don't smoke I'm a mom and blah 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 and they get out there and the first thing she says is can I have a cigarette and he's like I thought you didn't smoke you know and they're laughing and everything and the pills that her daughter needs unfortunately she's packed them so these two start getting a little bit uh, close and, and amorous But then she realizes that she has her daughter's pills and has to go. But she keeps looking back. So, you know, she's like kind of feeling this and she she's like, oh, my gosh, I really like this guy. So she goes, you know, she goes to her house and she goes to drop off the pills to John. And of course, she stays to make sure her daughter's okay. But she sits down and she talks to John and, you know, they're talking. And the funny thing is, of course, John is like, you know, I can't stop staring at that hickey on your neck because that's what happened. And so she says, you know, well, I'm going to go before I have to talk about this before we don't have the right amount of space or right amount of distance and this is what I mean, in other words, to me, it seems like it's something that gets confusing because he wants to say something. He's living in the house with you, but he doesn't feel he has the right to say anything because you're in the middle of a divorce, you know? So it's like, ugh, it's very, it's very, very strange. It's very, very strange. Um, but then, you know, we're, she goes, and she leaves. But what we now see is we now see Tully with her Mr. Frugian Glacier EMT. And he's talking to her and he wants, he lets her know, you know, I'm, I'm tired of the being the guy that always says goodbye. I want to start having a real relationship with you. And Tully lets him know, like, I'm not... I'm not ready for that. I'm not, that's not what I'm looking for, you know? And so he says, well, you know, if that's not what you're looking for, then I have to leave. And in a way, I guess he was kind of trying to call her bluff, but she's serious. She's like, well, you know, if that's not what you're, if that's what you're looking for, then you have to go. And he puts on his shirt and he's like, you're really going to let me go? And she's pretty much telling him, yeah. You, you've got to go. It's time for you to go. And so he walks out the door, but now we actually see another flashback all the way to high school again, where they're coming out of the dance. She feels really great. They're Like I said, they were having such a great time. And she sees the guy she had the problem with in the party in the woods and they go to set the plan in motion and Tully freezes and Kate sees her friend freeze and she just escorts her to the car and it's like okay okay but then now we're also seeing something happen where we have another different flashback where remember this is these two women work together they plan this thing so that they could have a segment on that night and they're doing a great thing and they managed to get the mayor they managed to get him to to agree to do the interview they're preparing they're doing everything. Kate is, you know, she's made questions, she's got cue cards and I kind of saw it in the f- coming in the frame but I wasn't sure. You see this person walking towards them in like a blue dress and you see this person kind of blurry then coming more in focus, coming more in focus. And then you see this person grab the cue cards out of Tully's hand and, and it's Carol and she's just like uh, oh, I wasn't feeling well but now I am and this interview is going to be so so great thank you so much can you get me ready for makeup and you realize that Tully is now feeling that let down that uh that pain because she wanted her shot she wanted to win and she just got stuck the same way she was stuck back then at the end of the party that that feeling of stuck and now we're seeing her feel stuck again after the EMT leaves We're seeing that stuck feeling. We're seeing that feeling. But the funny thing is we come back to the present for a minute, but then we go all the way back to high school and we see after Kate escorts Tully to the van, Tully starts to cry, but she turns on the car and Kate thinks she's leaving. She is puts her foot on the gas, turns the van, and starts driving toward the group of boys. She is just like in her feelings and she is determined she is going to scare the pants off these guys. Like she's going to run them over. So... It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. But now we kind of see, we're back in the present and we kind of see this, how can I say, history repeating itself in a weird way because we see Tully sitting there with a glass of wine and she's thinking and thinking and thinking and she's doing other things that she shouldn't be doing and she goes and she goes and she looks off her terrace and she's just like I guess she's really considering and all the reflecting and all the thinking and everything and she does all of this she and she finally she finishes and she comes goes to come back in And she stumbles a little bit. As she stumbles, she drops her glass of wine. She looks and she comes further into her apartment. And you kind of hear her fall. And at that point, I was like, oh, my goodness. What's going on? So now the crazy part is we thought, or at least I thought that Kate was going to stay at her home with her ex-husband and her daughter, but Kate actually decides to go back to Tully's place. Kate walks in and is calling for Tully, but Tully's not answering and Kate finds Tully on the floor passed out
1: of course in this episode we've learned a lot about Tully a lot more because of her past we were able to really see how how she reacts to certain situations because of course what has happened to her which we did not discuss about because again we don't want to bring up any social issues that can trigger anybody. She's gone through a traumatic experience and so she's trying to get revenge. And at this point, we're seeing like the cycle that happens when she's stuck or she's lost because she wasn't able to recover from this traumatic. We don't know yet because we're still in three episodes. We don't know if she even recovers from this. And I remember her saying when she was in the car she's like I'm going to be the next um whatever for the- like there was a news reporter that became um the first woman in their area that Kate suggested to her when she was at their place. Kate's mom suggested her when she found out the truth, she even said, you got to be who you want to be and be that powerful person that you want to be. You choose a life that you want to be. So it kind of gave her that reflection back and saying, I'm going to be that person and I'm going to be that person. I'm going to change. I'm going to, you know, she it's like that moment of empowerment, even though she was trying to scare the pants off of these kids again, she's trying to figure out, she even realized that there's no way of winning. Like it would always still be there. I'm trying to figure out here my notes, because I did say nothing. So she says, nothing will fix this. Nothing will fix this. And it's true to a certain extent, but for her, she feels nothing will fix this. If she does end up doing something severe or ends up, you know, doing something else to these kids it will literally will not fix this. So she needs to find herself in some sort of way, which hopefully we see some sort of change as the episodes go by of her personality of how to deal with those situations, which is not easy for anybody. Of course not. There's a lot of traumatic experiences that we've all gone through that we don't share, but how do we fix that within ourselves? So we did see a lot of Tully and how she deals with things because, again, these are different people, different personalities. We got right. Kate who's like, got the mom, got the dad, got the, you know, the, 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 the education she's able to, you know, she's very smart and book smart and she's, you know, we, we see that type of person and you see her in the present life. She's very shy. She doesn't want to be open and free, but she, she tries to because you know, Kate Uh, sorry Tully's there to really help her get out of her shell to a certain point so overall with this episode and learning more about Tully I think we're seeing more of that than Kate in this time around because of course they're focused more on the divorce and how she's become really close friends with um with Tully and how they kind of mesh together in a different way but Another thing, too, that we forgot to mention briefly, we'll talk about it, is when they were sitting at the table and they're talking about the dance. The one thing that kind of ticked her off, because, again, she is a popular girl. She's become the pretty girl in the school. She's become the pretty girl in the classroom. When she says, I did not know you can make oatmeal cookies out of oatmeal, and they all chuckled. And she didn't like that, hence why she was so like, all right, well, um, I think my mom's asking for me. I got to go. She wasn't happy about that. I feel like it's because she's so used to being so popular and people gravitating towards her that now the tables have reversed a little bit and saying a comment that, I don't know, you can make oatmeal out of cookies. And everybody else on the table is like, are you kidding me? Reason why they chuckled.
0: Right, right. I I think that's really what it is, is she never wanted to be, the outcast I mean she had she always had plenty of reasons to be the outcast I mean you know she didn't have the greatest home life she was really pretty much raised by her grandmother so yeah she she's she's trying her best to be what she believes everyone else's picture of her is
1: exactly exactly right and that's what it is so you know this was episode 3 dancing queens so much to unfold i'm loving this i'm really loving how the writers have done this it really allows you to really pay attention and see what's happening so season uh, episode 4 is next week and honestly i cannot wait what happens but also it really shocked me for the ending of this episode of just her on the floor and I'm glad Kate was able to go back because imagine if Kate wasn't there oh my gosh
0: that's that's my real that's my real thing is like oh my goodness what if Kate wouldn't have showed up what if she was there on
1: the floor all night you know it's so scary and um I'm just dying to know. I hope the next episode they really explain what really happened and why she all of a sudden. I know she's uh, a a casual drinker, but maybe because of what happened with the EMT, she probably just gone AWOL and trying to figure out like her emotions within herself about what that meant. Because this guy really was starting to like her. And, you know, he brought up some great points that she wasn't happy about it. So I don't know what's gonna happen on next week's episode
0: i know i'm like oh my gosh what's up next
1: so is it safe to say to wrap this up
0: let's do it so guys as always be good to yourselves and be good to each other
1: and that's all we have for now
0: are you going down the rabbit hole like we are oh my goodness every time it seems like i have questions answered There are more and more. Let us know what you think. Have you binge watched? Are you watching episode by episode like us? But guys, as always, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other and happy shopping.
1: Hey, everyone. It's Angelica from a little bit of everything with me podcast. And you're listening to CQP Moments with the coupon queen Pen. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate her podcasts.